money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, and training. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Shanoa Grove here. Very excited to have Jillian Michaels with us, a uh, fitness trainer and certified nutritionist. And she's going to share some of her wisdom with the members of our association, Texas Rias Today. And I uh, just want to welcome you. You've been so influential in so many people's lives with uh, when it comes to coaching, when it comes to mentoring, when it really ultimately comes to changing people's lives, their experiences, and just in so many different ways. I'm just so impressed. And so so excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining us and being part of uh, uh, our message, our group, and uh, hopefully encouraging some of the folks that are here to get started and making some changes in their personal lives. So just want to say hello. Welcome. Oh my gosh, that was quite an intro. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah, so I'm super curious about how you first got started in terms of, you know, clearly you're into fitness before you started helping people. But what made you make that move from just doing it for yourself to really doing it for other people and just kind of being so impactful in in others' lives? It's a great question. You know, you you say doing it for yourself versus doing it for other people. And while literally, I know what you mean, right? Like training yourself and then you train someone else. I would say metaphorically, it's still for me, right? Or it's, I love what I do. I make a good living doing what I do. And it brings me meaning doing that kind of work. So its own way, it, it, it is still for me. It's just an extension <laughs> of it being for me because it is so rewarding for me, both personally and professionally. Um, you know, I fell into it and I mean, quite literally fell into the job. I was training for my black belt at seven and people People would come up to me in the gym and ask me how much I charged. And I was like, for what? <laughs> and, and luckily it was a, a training session. I was like, because you know, I, I was trainers. What do you mean? So I thought to myself, like, wait a sec. Like I was making, I think, you know, five, six, seven dollars an hour delivering stuff. And I thought, like, how much does this job pay? This seems like a cool way to make money. And uh, so I was like, all right, I'll try this out. And fortunately, my mother was the voice of reason. And she was like, I think you need like some sort of certificate. Like you can't just, you got to do some pay to get my first certificate. And to be quite honest, I, I fell into it, started doing it. And it was like, the more I did it, the more clients got referred to me. And I ended up building that aspect of my business relatively effortlessly in those early stages. And I really think it, it's just authenticity passion and perseverance for what you do. And then of course, from there, right, it's like doing the work, grinding, you know, going above and beyond, but it's inception. It was absolutely selfish um, in every conceivable way because I loved doing. Well, you've certainly impacted so many people's lives um, as you've shared some of your gift. And, you know, I think the idea of combining the things that we do for our business with and and kind of building out that passion, you know, I will say for me in real estate, when I first got started, all I wanted to do was replace my income and then, you know, buy and sell houses. Right. So that was, that yeah. was my goal, but it wasn't until I realized that the people whose houses I'm buying and selling, then I'm, I'm changing the trajectory of their lives and even of yeah. their kids' lives. And it's like, yeah. that's pretty powerful. And then I started helping other people through the process. Kind of like, you know, you help people through their fitness journey. And I it was really wonderful to see how they were able to quit jobs that they hated to do things that they love.
loved and then also impact their family and just be more present in many ways. And then as I watched them and, and sort of the tentacles of the energy that I was giving, if you will, uh, reach out and impact some of these other families, it just kind of really came full circle for me. And it really felt like, man, my work here is done and it feels really good, but I yeah. still want to continue to go and grow and give more and be more present and, and use some of these gifts that I've been given, uh, uh, some of these blessings and continue to share those blessings with other people. And it's such a powerful place to be that was you combine your work with your passions, right? So uh, I love, I love that you do that. I love that you have been able to work with so many people and help so many people. Oh, well, thank you. And I'm, I appreciate everything that you're doing to achieve the same in your, in your line of work. So um, I know you've worked with a lot of people who have gone and, and been part of groups and sometimes they're able to maybe get to this level with group training, but they're able to get to this level or higher with some of that individual or personalized training. How would you kind of consider that journey in terms of, you know, moving people along in that process to kind of really get out of it what they, what they, what they need? Gosh, it, it does depend on the individual. Um, there are absolutely certain benchmarks or certain goals that I aim to hit. Um, and the time frame can shift depending on the individual, right? So, you know, if it's, it's somebody who's dealing with extreme obesity and the emotional and psychological issues that go along with that, my set of goals for them is very different than a guy who's like, I just got dad bod, you know, 20 pounds. <laughs> you know, with that guy, I'm like, all right, the basic rules, don't eat this, eat that, make sure this off, do it this off. It's very, it's very cookie cutter, but it also depends on what the issue is, right? So what solutions you put into play and who the individual is. So what time frame you give that person for those benchmarks, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I think, you know, as I think about being a part of a group, being part of an association, I think that's so critically important just to be around other people with that same mindset, right? And then be able to have that as your new group of normal. And then, you know, what I what I see in my personal experience in both fitness and in business is at some point being in a group environment, you know, you you're you're getting to this level, but to really get that personalized, you know, look and really kind of um kind of tweak the dial a little bit on your, you know, either your, you know, uh, uh, physical nature or even your business, you've got to really have someone on your team who says, yeah, I've been there. I know what you're going to, I know how to, how to help you get that slight edge. And I know you work with, you know, some people pushing them, you know, as and 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 accountability and, and both, uh, you know, with permission, of course, but, and, and very direct ways to really be able to make people peak performers. Right. Uh, I think that people seek out the coach that is right for them. I'm not, I'm not right for every, however, that is your job, right? As a few, I was just talking to, with JT Fox about that this morning. <laughs> is it a coach perspective? We don't have, we all have blind spots personally and professionally, and there's information we also don't yet know. So we might not see the ways in which we can't get out of our own way that someone else can see very clearly, right? Cause they're not emotionally attached to any particular issue or outcome and whether it's fitness or whether it's real estate or any other business business for that matter. You know, you seek a coach for expertise, somebody who knows what you don't know. And I have people that help me in a variety of aspects of my life, whether it's business or personal fitness. No, I got that one covered. Um, but I utilize that information to make me better fast yeah. for, and I help people in the same way. Yeah. I, I, you know, for, for me, when you kind of get to a certain age, it's like, you don't want to figure it all out by yourself anymore. You can, right. You're capable of it clearly, 
but it's, it's like how much yeah how much time do you want to spend yeah how and, much more time do you want to spend and there are things you just can't see like you know I I find that I am I think of myself like wow I'm successful and I, you know I, I've got it all figured out JT something was going on this morning when we were talking and he's like what's the matter with you why haven't you established a boundary and said no that doesn't work for me right now and I was like and, and then you realize that on some level that as a woman maybe it's like maybe I am afraid for them to call me a bitch again or maybe you know or, or maybe I do want to be like I got it I do it all and like I realized that I was doing that until it compromised a meeting that we had and I you know sometimes you can't always do it by yourself to be honest and that's a perfect example of somebody from the outside saying to me like hey it's happening here ridiculous no and I was like oh my god he's 100% right this is crazy so certain things we can't accomplish on our own certain things I think we do need some help so I love the idea of boundary setting I think that's so critically important in your business and your life and I actually saw a post on your Facebook page that talked about that recently um so so I love that and in fact all of the coaches who coach for me I tell them like don't answer the phone at midnight because once you set that now you're now if you don't answer the phone at midnight one time people are like well you know I thought we had this thing and then they get upset but hey I want to I want to ask you um I, I am curious to know um gosh do, as a woman um uh-huh. I, I don't I already feel... know where this is going. Well, I, I, I literally, I, I, and I'll do the best to answer. Go ahead and hit me. Well, no, I, I don't necessarily feel like the world is against me. I feel like the world is 100% for me. And I see a lot of, and you know, like, like people will come in well, as a woman. I'm like, no, I'm just a person. Like that's, that's how I see myself. And I really don't kind of differentiate in terms of, you know, being the boss or in terms of having knowledge. And, and I'm wondering for you, do you, do you feel like that need to differentiate yourself in that way? Or do you feel like that need to like kind of bond in that way? Or do you, I, I just want to talk about work. I just want to talk about business. I just want to talk about being our best self. And I don't want to talk about gender per se. I don't feel to do it. I do experience a bias. Um, and I could give you a million examples. Like there is uh, quite a big lawsuit that my company has been dealing with for a decade. And we had a really big argument coming up in court over it. And there was a mistake. I noticed something and I was like, no, no, no. You know, this is actually important that you know what actually happened here because the other side was arguing, right? So I, I spoke to my business partner and then he's like, email Richard, who's the lawyer. So I email him and I'm like, hey, just so you know, you know, this, this, this doesn't respond. So then my, my was like, you know, do you ever, do you ever read that brief from Richard? And I was like, yeah, I emailed, I called you. I emailed him. He didn't respond. He goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He called me about it. And I was like, he called you about it. Oh, okay. It happened. I'm emailed and he called you about it. So then I, you know, cause they're boys now. Right. So then I emailed the lawyer and I was like, I expect that when I email you, you will re- return, respond to my email. And I had to all of a sudden be a little bit bitchier than I normally be, but I experienced that a lot. Um, and a, you know, it's a constant struggle of like setting your boundaries, demanding respect and not, uh, not being a bitch. So I don't find that men struggle with those things. And as cliche as it is, I find it to be very real, very alive and well frustrating. I work to find ways around it. Um, but I do think we deal with different things as women in the workplace, that being one of them. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for your time. I wanted to, uh, just, uh, let you know that I've got my tickets to the gun show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very strong you and sure thank you do. so much for the uh, inspiration and all that you do to continue to inspire uh, others to kind of follow your path and to learn and to grow and uh, appreciate your time today. So thank you so much, Jillian, for joining us. You have a great one. You too. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association. 
at texasstarterkit.com. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, comment, or share with other investors. Or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.